He set the stage ready for his spiritual presence to judge the church. And then it's a whole new dynamics when we talk about judging. Because now you keep hearing, oh, don't judge me. Only God is my judge. Oh, you got to judge. If we truly go into the teachings of judging, it says when it says judge not, we just hang on to that one scripture. If you read how many scriptures tell you to judge, you'll be amazed. There's just that one scripture, just one that says judge not. And we all go and hang on that, neglecting all of that. If you lose your ability to judge, you're losing your ability to discern. You have to judge between what is right and wrong. Or else you will do the wrong thing. And Paul said that this is not acceptable. Even within the secular world, even within general society, it is unacceptable. How much more within the body of Christ? There should be a clear separation. So when you judge, you are separating that which is of God from that which is not of God. So we are all called to judge. The Hebraic word that says not to judge there, it goes on to mean that you shouldn't judge if you yourself are not subject to judgment. For example, if I have killed somebody, and I see a situation where somebody has killed somebody, I am not in position to judge that situation. Because concerning that matter, I have judgment on me. So if it's a situation where you have not been liable to that offense, then you have every right to judge that situation. Mm. We'll do further studies on judging, but I want us to accept the fact that if we can't judge, then we're gonna be like this Corinthians. Anything mm. goes. We will just allow anything, even things that are unheard of within the secular world, things that unbelievers won't do, we will do it. We will condone it within our world because we're saying that don't judge. And all of that is the works of darkness. That is exactly what Satan wants. So that he can seep in and have his way and do whatever he wants to do with us without anybody putting a check on it, without anybody identifying that this is darkness and it must be cast out from the midst of God's people. It should go find itself in the midst of darkness, not in the midst of God's glory, in God's presence. There's a place for darkness. Let darkness have its way there, but it's not welcome within the community of God's people. And that is it. Mm. We will not open the door to it. It's going to keep crouching. It's going to come through this person, this one person. It should not be accepted. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, next verse, please, Valerie. Verse 4. So call a meeting, and when you gather together in the name of my Lord Jesus, and you know my spirit is present with you in the infinite power of our Lord Jesus, release this man over to Satan for the destruction of his rebellious flesh, in hope that his spirit may be rescued and restored in the day of the Lord. Can you see what he's saying there? When you gather together and you know that my spirit is there, why would he say things like that? Why would he just give the instruction and say, go ahead and do that? He's telling them that I am going to be present with you. And the accuser is already accusing him. And if we don't take care of it, it will be an accusation upon all of you if you're not aware. So let this be 
Something, let it be a gathering that the power of God is evident there. Utilize the power of God. Don't just gather like you're having a party or you're having a social gathering. No, gather with the awareness that the Spirit of God is also there as I am there. As you also as spirit beings made in the image of God are there. And there's power in your midst to legislate things. That you and I are that powerful to hand somebody over to the devil? Do you guys understand the power we have, the mandates we have, the authority we have? I want you to understand that there are few scriptures that will tell you how much power you have. And when you're able to grab into this little passage like this, I want you to magnify it and allow the Spirit of God to take you on a journey to see that not only are you a habitation of God, you can create an atmosphere where you draw like-minded believers together and you can also have somebody like Paul in your midst even though he's not present in the physical form. And that you have the power to hand over that person that has opened the door to Satan, hand him over to Satan because, trust me, Satan is asking for him. The accuser is accusing him. And if you don't make it very clear that that action is unacceptable and it belongs to the accuser, then all of you are going to be liable to judgment. Mm. Because the accuser will come into all of you to condemn you. Because you have all opened the door to this sin. And Satan always says that the soul that sins is mine. This is how it operates in the spirit world. When Jesus Christ is saying, I pay that price. I pay that price for him. And that person willingly goes and sins. Satan is like, hey, I want that. He's mine. There's no fight there. There's no fight there when you willingly open the door to the enemy. And so, as a people of God, they were powerful enough to hand this person over to Satan so that they could be separate from all those engagements that this person was practicing. I want us to understand that in the same vein, when we gather like this, there's so much power. He said that the power of God will be present. That's exactly what you read, right, Valerie? Yes. Yeah. So even right now, we believe that the power of God is present here. And we can sieve out what belongs to Satan and pass it over to Satan. There's room for repentance, and I hope to get into that next week. But for this week, I want to pause here and put emphasis on what we are powerful to do. We are powerful to step into the spirit and have a total spiritual gathering, knowing that Inside of each one of us is the Holy Spirit. With all his abilities, inside of us is the power of redemption. Inside of us is the power to intercede, the power to do great miracles, the power to believe, the power to stand and say, God, this one we are separating unto you. In the same way that Paul said that this one, we are handing him over to Satan. Today we can decide that this one we are separating and handing over to God. Be the healer. Be the deliverer for this one. 
So in this special moment, as we gather, the presence of God is tangible here. Scripture says that we're surrounded by a cloud of witnesses. They are in spirit. They are present too. We are surrounded. All encased with all of this. That continue to cheer us on. We're not ordinary. It's about us coming into agreement and doing exactly what God wants us to do. We can gather to judge. We can gather to pray. We can gather to testify to God's faithfulness. We can gather to do all of this. For today, I just pray, Lord, that the reality of who we are as spirit beings will be very, very tangible to us right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Everything that has caused us to look at ourselves like ordinary, oh, I came from this family, I live on this street, I do this every day as my work, this is who I am. Everything that places us in that box, that limited box, things that inhibit us from living freely and fully in the measure of Jesus Christ. Lord, we break that off of us. That mentality, we break it off of us in the mighty name of Jesus. And we start to establish right now that we are powerful spirit beings that have the power to legislate, to discern what is not of you and pull it out and separate it and cast it to darkness. And then to bring up that which is of your kingdom and elevate it and decree that this is what we're all about. And empower it in each of our lives. Today we come to stand in agreement with our loved ones. We come to stand in agreement with our beloved ones. That in the name of Jesus, everything we declare here will come to pass for each one of us. That in the name of Jesus, our power to bring judgment upon the works of darkness will happen as we start to separate that which is of, of darkness and hand it back over to it and decree that we are of the one who is mighty, the one who is holy, who has given us all power to trample upon snakes and scorpions. We decree the anointing of God to prosper in the works of God and in the ways of God, that their children will no longer operate under this curse, but they will enter into a blessing that the kingdom of darkness will be put to shame right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we agree that your plans, your purposes for this family, as you decreed, even before they were formed in their mother's womb on earth, we decree that those purposes are coming alive right now in the mighty name of Jesus. We separate this family unto you, Lord, and we decree that even through your daughter right now and in this great mighty gathering of faith that a new day has begun. That a new genealogy has begun in Christ Jesus. That the accuser has been overthrown and that the glory of God shines upon you and your household. We release you into the blessings of the Father. We cover you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. We release you into the heart of God's love and his passion for you, that his gaze will forever be upon you and your husbands and the wives and the children, and that he will shape every of their hearts 
to love, to walk in a path that is greater than here and now, that is unto eternity, to the glory of God. We release you into the fullness of Abba's blessings in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 His kingdom realm with him. He wants to show us heaven. When Jesus Christ tore the veil, when he died and he took us into heaven, he seated us in heavenly places with him. So right now we are in that seated position. <laughs> it is just an endless life of growing our spirit man. So I found out that when Adam and God were interacting in the beginning, it was all about a spiritual interaction. So he made you and I to have a spiritual interaction consistently. What stopped that? What took us away from that? This is all and so much more you will encounter in Spirit, Spirit, Spirit. So I want you right now, I want to encourage you. Go for it. Go grab your copy. Please grab your copy. Tell me about it. Tell me what the Lord is already doing in your life. Tell me what the Lord is doing in the life of the loved one you will also buy the copy for. I encourage you to give the gift of the Spirit.